Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. You were sitting at home last night with your NPR tote bag just out of reach, wearing a mask by yourself as you watched both televisions because you don't want to miss anything, right? You didn't want to miss. I mean, there were people out there like, I got to have a second television because I got to be on CNN or MSN. I don't know which one's going to announce the indictment first. Well, I can't miss it by a second. I've got to have two TVs. 34 counts of the same dead charge from seven years ago with no second crime alleged to justify the bumping up of this alleged misdemeanor to a felony. And there were a lot of sad pandas. A lot of sad pandas last night. I mean, Van Jones called it underwhelming. You know, they wanted to get excited. I mean, this is what I've been talking about. The emotional roller coaster. I've been talking about this for a long time. And here I am uh, again being proven correct. These people do nothing but take their audiences on emotion. We're going to get him. He's going to jail. He's not going to jail. Did you see this idiot, these idiotic headlines last night? Like from Vanity Fair? Donald Trump is now facing, wait for it, 136 years in prison. 136 years in prison? For allegedly making a private transaction for a non-disclosure with two women? You don't get 136 years for serial murder in this country. These people are insane. And yet they just, their their audiences gobble this stuff up. I think he's facing 130. I mean, this is very serious. Now let's go to our, our CNN legal analyst. This is very serious stuff, very serious stuff. What? We're talking parking tickets. When they talk about document law and records law and all this other stuff, this is not like something that would have brought down some multinational corporation or Trump was committing some massive bank fraud. You look at all the people. Barack Obama's campaign paid out $375,000 in FEC violations. Nobody went to jail for that. And one by one, these people are talking out of their asses. They might as well be Ace Ventura. Do you mind if I ask you a question? They might as well stand up, turn around, face the camera, dig their fingers in their butt cheeks and start talking like their butts are puppets. Because that's what they're doing. This is, this is very serious. It's not very serious. It's not even a crime. And the fact that Alvin Bragg's like, well, I don't have to tell you about any second crime. You don't? So you indict him on a, on a misdemeanor that is five years past the statute of limitations, which you then bump up to a felony that requires a second crime to be alleged, and there's no second crime? It doesn't work that way. Well, I mean, what, what happened here? What, what, was Biden on the phone with his friends in China? Come on, man, I don't know what to do about this guy, Trump. Why don't you just indict him for a crime? Can't do that. Of course you can. <laughs> I mean, was he talking to the president of Honduras? We do it all the time. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that happens in left-wing banana republics where they just jail the opposition. The fact that any serious legal analyst or journalist is actually saying, he might be getting 136 years in jail. Again, Serial murderers don't get that. Wine 695 Patriot 957 2874.
But the one headline that screams the quiet part out loud, Slate.com. Could Trump avoid jail by agreeing not to run for president? Oh, oh, is that what this is? Because if you look at the timeline, okay, full discovery for this case is going to begin in December. And the trial is set for January, right about the time of the Iowa caucuses. Now, if you try to compare this to the FBI investigation that was opened, closed, and reopened again. This was not a misdemeanor that was dropped first by federal prosecutors, then by the Federal Election Commission, then not picked up by the state. And as Judge Andrew Napolitano pointed out on this program yesterday and on my Salem News Channel program, the state of New York, unlike other states, has state investigators that answer to or investigate crimes for the state attorney general, but it doesn't have a federalist system, an attorney general, and then, you know, uh, uh, state, state prosecutors. They hand those crimes down to local prosecutors like Alvin Bragg. That did not happen. Cy Vance did not pick up the case, the previous Manhattan district attorney, who says he was told by an unnamed U.S. attorney to back off. Now, why would he do that if he had evidence of a crime unless that was Bill Barr communicating to him, dude, this is a joke and you're going to make a jackass out of yourself. But I'd like to see, I'd like the name. I'd like the name of the U.S. attorney that backed off Cy Vance. And why would Cy Vance back off? He has no obligation. He does not work for the federal government. If this is a crime related to a statute that's either New York local or state, he has the power and the jurisdiction to prosecute that case, and the U.S. attorney can take a long walk on a short beer. And he could have told him to do that, too. It seems like what he got was a little advice. Hey, just so you know, the Mueller team investigated this. We investigated this. The FEC investigated this. And we're not making anything out of it. So if you try to make this a case in the county level, and that's what it is, New York County, Manhattan County, you're going to lose. So don't make a jerk of yourself. Weinzick 695, Patriot 9572874. Alvin Bragg should just say this is political, because it is. He ran on this. This was a campaign promise to the voters in Manhattan. Vote for me, and I'll find something to get on. And this is the best he came up with. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. I mean, this is this is just because people want this to happen, just because they're so desperate for it to happen, because Donald Trump is loathed, loathed in Manhattan doesn't mean anything. Now, do you have that montage queued up? Oh, yesterday, they wanted to make you think this was such a sad day. Such a sad day. So sad in America. I could tell you, I could tell you today's Wednesday, right? Yesterday was Taco Tuesday. I guarantee you they had maracas in the newsroom at MSNBC. Play it. It's a sad day for America. Hard stop. This is no time for celebration. Uh, you know, I think it's sad. I have fought Trump for a long time, but I'm sad that this has happened. 
how are you feeling about a historic day? I, you know, it's it's sad. And this is a day of profound sadness that an ex-president uh, is indicted. But it's also a time to celebrate. Because it's a sad moment to see a former president have to do this, even though we feel it could lead to justice. If, 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 you, if you don't see this, it's a sad day for America. It's a sad day for America. It's a sad day. Well, I don't think anybody can consider it a good day. Regardless of anything, it's just really sad. It's a sadness, I, I think, uh, that we got to this point. I just want to remain measured. The left full of somber support. I think really this should be a somber moment. It is a serious, somber, solemn moment. It's obviously a somber moment and it's a, it's a sad moment. Well, it's really a sad day when we get to this point. Incredibly sad day for our country. It is a serious night and a somber moment for our country. So this is a really sad moment and a perilous moment. I mean, I, I... What they should be saying is it's sad that some two-bit nobody dug up a seven-year-old misdemeanor that was dropped by everyone who touched it. And if, you, if, if you're going to deny, first of all, you can't deny this is political. I mean, just it, it, it's just, I mean, even if you want it to be political. I mean, you just want to get Trump. You don't care how you get him. You just want to get him. Would Alvin Bragg go to this great length in any other case? This is a guy that is releasing rapists, murderers, thieves, carjackers by the dozens. Violent felonies are at a 15-year high in this city. The only person he seems to want to prosecute is Donald Trump. But the big influence in this city that resides all around Central Park doesn't give a crap if some bodega store owner gets knifed to death in Harlem. Okay? They don't, they don't care about that. As long as their DoorDash arrives on time, that's all that matters. Wine Tech 695 Patriot 9572874. So here's that Van Jones clip. Kind of uh how you say underwhelming cut twelve. Does this hurt the other cases uh, right now being pursued? I, I, I worry. I mean, look, if this is the only pebble that gets thrown at Donald Trump, uh, it's a very small pebble. If it's the first pebble in an avalanche of other indictments that strike more to the heart of, I think, people's core concern about Donald Trump, which is his threat to democracy. So if this is the first pebble. The next what one is about the election interference in Georgia. The next one is about... The, 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 the coup, the insurrection, January 6th, uh, the next one's about him hoarding these documents and, and why, then it, it begins to fit. But if this is the only pebble, it's not much of a pebble. And I do think it could, it could uh, uh, the, the backlash against this pebble might cow other people who might otherwise have been courageous enough to step forward. Oh, God. You heard Alan Dershowitz the other day. He said, when Donald Trump said I need to find 12,000 votes or whatever the number was, he was assuming they were already cast and misplaced. See, when you actually add defense to this language, their narratives fall apart. There's nothing illegal. There's nothing illegal about paying someone to keep an allegation quiet, especially if they accept the money and sign a non-disclosure agreement. Michael Cohen and his attorney both asserted 
in legal documents that Donald Trump was not even a party to this payoff to Stormy Daniels, that this was done by Michael Cohen on his own volition. You can't just discount that. You want me to read the legal letter to you again? Wine's at 695 Patriot 9572874. Well, if this is about Donald Trump being a threat to our democracy, you don't get to just prosecute someone. Because, you, see, it's like saying, well, the insurrection. Shut your freaking mouth about insurrection. Okay? Shut your mouth. Because no one has been charged under 18 U.S.C. 2383. Well, so what? That's the insurrection statute, moron. These people just, oh, insurrection. I mean, insurrection, the coup, the insurrection, the coup. It's like they're saying, believe our narratives, damn it. We made a narrative and you don't get to change it. But nobody's been charged under the relevant statute, but you keep calling this event an insurrection. Well, if this event was an insurrection, there should be evidence to convict someone of the statute on the statute that you claim was violated. No? Okay. Wine six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. We are right, they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.